Welcome to All Things with Jen Oshman, where we look at events and trends through a Christian lens. All things were created through Jesus and for Jesus, so we're seeking to apply His Word to what's happening here and now. This week's episode contains some good news from my own part of the world. I learned this good news myself about a couple weeks ago. Um, It hasn't received very much attention, I notice. It's not really gaining many headlines, even here locally. So I wanted to pass it on to you and give you all something to ponder, especially this week as we're seeing the beginning of jury selection for the trial of police officer Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I feel like this is a great time to share this ray of sunshine as it relates to law enforcement. I imagine that in the coming days and weeks, our national conversation is going to quickly devolve into a false dichotomy between black lives and blue lives. There's going to be cries to abolish the police alongside cries for justice. And I know that there's even today, I saw the headline um, showing non-cop zones dominated by Antifa there in Minneapolis. That's what's happening right now. So the ongoing conversation in this nation as it relates to black lives and blue lives and Antifa and defunding the police or abolishing the police or reform, this conversation is just loud and it's extreme and I think it's very destructive. So I wanted to add this specific episode to the conversation because this is just some good common sense news. I feel like everyone can get behind what I'm going to share with you. My hope is that other states and cities and police departments are going to hear this good news and that this particular thing will multiply throughout the nation and throughout the years ahead. My hope is also that as you hear it, you can share this news with other people and you can add a reasonable idea into these conversations that are bound to be taking place even today, tomorrow, and the days and weeks ahead. So what is this good news? Well, first, let me give you some background. Back in November 2018, the city of Denver voted to set aside some future funding that would be made through sales tax to increase services related to mental health and substance misuse in the city. And that was a good plan. Clearly, they had some forward thinking. They were right to do this because going into 2020, the Denver police data showed that mental health and related calls were up 17% over the prior three years. So in 2018, they said, let's increase funding for mental health services and substance misuse in the city. Going into 2020, that was a really good plan because it was clearly needed. And just as a total aside, parenthetical to today's episode, I haven't done the research to substantiate this parenthetical statement, but I think that it's really likely, very possible, that the mental health calls um, and substance misuse calls are up because drug use is up, because we legalized recreational marijuana back in 2012. I am a Denver native, and it's so obvious to me as I drive around the city that our homeless population has exponentially increased, and many of them are clearly suffering from various mental health issues, which are often, not always by any means, but often related to drug use and drug misuse and abuse. I've written before on how bad the legalization of recreational marijuana has been for Colorado, and I'll link that article in the show notes. But all that to say, it's not surprising that there has been an uptick in mental health issues and drug misuse and abuse in Denver over the last several years. So Denverites voted and said, let's meet this increased need with increased funding. And what they came up with is what I want to tell you about, the STAR program, S-T-A-R. STAR 
um, the STAR program began its services in Denver in June of 2020. So STAR, S-T-A-R, stands for Support Team Assisted Response. And it's a team of people from across the city, from the government, and from various local mental health nonprofit organizations who provide a co-responder program for the Denver Police Department. According to their own materials, STAR provides person-centric mobile crisis response to community members who are experiencing problems related to mental health, depression, poverty, homelessness, and or substance abuse issues. The mobile crisis team that STAR has consists of a van that they are able to drive around the city, and inside the van is one mental health clinician and one paramedic. And the van goes to people in need throughout the city. They're able to provide help on the spot, just as an ambulance would or a police, a squad car would. But the STAR van obviously contains different expertise, more closely aligned with what a specific caller might need. So before STAR was formed, Denver was like most other cities around the country, where if you called 911, your call was routed to either one of two places, either through the criminal justice system or through the health and hospital system. But the STAR program makes a third path. So the goal of STAR is to be able to direct the caller away from the possibility, you know, for example, of being arrested, being getting involved with law enforcement if that's not really the need, not exactly what's going on. Or for example, maybe the caller getting taken away by an ambulance or processed through an emergency room when maybe that's not the exact right response either. So obviously those two, those two places, whether it's the jail or the emergency room and whether it's the involvement of the police or the paramedics, it's going to be very expensive. And obviously processing someone through the hospital or through a jail is going to be very expensive. So oftentimes that is not the exact right response. The hope was that STAR would offer callers a more efficient response and also provide the city with some financial savings. The hope has been to save the police, the fire department, emergency services, time and money by having a more appropriate path for certain kinds of calls. So like I said, they started in June, 2020. Um, And so whenever starting then, whenever somebody called 911, If there was no evidence of criminal activity or a major disturbance, no evidence of weapons, threats, violence, injuries, serious medical needs, or anything that's life-threatening, then the star van could respond. So the kinds of calls a star van could respond to were things like need for assistance or an intoxicated person, someone who's suicidal, a welfare check, indecent exposure, trespassing, and syringe disposal. And they went ahead and staffed the van Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. based on the historical data for the need of those kinds of calls. Um, I think it's awesome that the program launched in June, right in the middle of the pandemic, also in the middle of a summer that was rife with protests and riots in the city. I'm so grateful that Denver already had this plan in the works prior to our very contentious 2020. 2020 was so volatile, and I just think what a gift of grace that a potential solution was already underway when 2020 was underway. So after six months of running the program, there's really good news. STAR responded to 748 calls. That was about six calls per day. During that time, um, Denver Police Department received 92,482 calls. So if you compare 748 out of 92,000, it's a, it's really teeny, but it's not nothing. This was a pilot program with only one van, and that was 750 people receiving the appropriate kind of care. So there's a great indication that there's going to be a ton of room for this program to grow in the future and to be really, really helpful. 
So here's what star responders encountered when they um, went ahead and responded to these calls that they deemed appropriate for their van. This is what they encountered. 68% of the people that they were routed to were experiencing homelessness. So most people were homeless. 59% were male. 35% were an unknown race. 32% were white. And 5% were veterans. I found it interesting that the ages of all the callers were pretty evenly distributed across the range from 18 to even over 65 years of age. They found that trespassing and welfare checks were the two most common reasons that the team was called in the first place. And when they responded, what they found was mental health was the primary issue, followed by suspected drug use as the secondary issue. So 61% of those that the star van served, mental health was their primary need. 33% of those people, a third, had a co-occurring condition. And these were the mental health issues that the star van, star van encountered the most. Schizoaffective disorder in 26%, bipolar disorder in 19%, and major depressive order in 14%. So the star van was able to transport 41% of callers to the various services they needed. They took 107 people to homeless shelters, 24 people to a walk-in crisis center, and 18 people to a hospital. So here's the best news that I want to share with you. Of the 748 calls, zero required the engagement of the Denver Police Department. Nobody who was called needed to be arrested. Nobody needed to go to jail. Nobody needed to go to the emergency room. They needed different kinds of help. Star was able to provide them with trauma-informed care and mental health expertise. I just love that. What a gift that nobody needed to be arrested. In many cases, callers just needed some tangible help, things like food, clothing, shelter. The, the Star team says they provided a lot of people with hygiene products, food, clothing, blankets. So here is a great quote from Chris Richardson. He's the Associate Director of Criminal Justice Services for the Mental Health Center of Denver. And he was the mental health clinician who went along in the Star van to provide services for the six months. He says, and I quote, the pilot program showed proof of concept. It was one of the most rewarding experiences that I have been a part of. It takes the burden and stress off a 911 system, an emergency response system that has been asked to do a lot for a very long time. And then Denver police chief, Paul Pazin, this is what he said, quote, I think the report itself just confirms how valuable this type of approach is. If we can get better outcomes for people in crisis, as well as free up officers to address the very difficult and challenging job they have, it's a win-win all the way around. He said, it's part of the solution. It's not the entire solution. And I couldn't agree more. I think this is such good news in terms of providing specific help to a specific population in need. We're saving funding. We're saving timing from the police department. We're allowing mental health expertise to shine, to use their expertise and their approaches in places where it's appropriate. And it allows us to just free up the time and the space from our health system and our criminal justice system. So in the days ahead, when there's conversations about abolish the police or defund the police or reform the police, I think this is a really important piece to the conversation. The conversation surrounding police reform and social justice in our cities is so complicated. And I am really hoping that solutions like this are increasingly pursued throughout the nation. Of course, for us as Christians, it's imperative that we engage in these conversations with nuance. As Christians, we love both truth and grace. We love both con conviction and compassion. 
We stand up for blue lives and black lives. We want to see both law and order, as well as real, genuine justice and peace for those who are on the margins. Almost every conversation right now regarding civics and politics in our country is going to require a sort of both and approach from Christians. So let's keep that in mind. Let's not give in to the temptation to short circuit these conversations. I really hope this good news from Denver, this STAR program will be a contribution to the conversation ahead. Thank you for listening to All Things with Jen Oshman, where we look at events and trends through a Christian lens. All things were created through Jesus and for Jesus, so we're seeking to apply His Word to what's happening here and now.